Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And I'm joined on the line by Thomas Ford, the amazing performer from Perth who drives everyone wild when he gets to Adelaide. Um, how are you doing? Happy Fringe. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's kind of a fringe double time of year for me, actually. I'm kind of in the, in the depths of fringe world over here at the moment. But, um, yeah, so this finishes off up in the car and, uh, and yeah, hit the madness of Adelaide. Are you driving over? Yeah, because I'm an idiot. But, uh, oh, my God. It'll be fun. How many days? I have, like, so, uh, we're doing it in two days, actually, because uh, we're bumping out. Uh, my, the, I run it, like this venue here at Fringe World, so we're bumping that out. And then, um, yeah, basically, I have to hop in a car and get there in time for opening night. So, <laughs> Matt. That's a bit silly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's only about three and a half grand, though, so it's kind of like... Okay, well, well not so silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. I'll suck it up. But you're driving over with someone else, so you're sharing the driving and getting plenty of sleep and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, my... um. When I perform my show, Crap Music Grave Party, I have a, a Perth comedian called Aidan Doherty on stage with me. Um, he's coming over for his first fringe, so yeah, we're going to share the drive. Oh, you get to break someone in. Yeah, yeah that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't toured outside of Perth before, so like, yeah, I'm really going to uh, destroy his brain. Excellent. <laughs> cool. Um, well, let's get started. The first one, we'll talk about, we got two shows in the Fringe, Electric Cabaret and uh, the Crap Music Rave Party. We'll talk about Crap Music Rave Party first, because that's fun. What is yeah, it? Yeah, well, Crap, it's a, it's a DJ party. I kind of, uh, it is the dumbest, most successful idea that I've ever had uh, for Fringe Festival. <laughs> Basically, I, uh, I DJ requests all night, uh, but they, they have to be the worst. They have to be crap. I can't play anything good. And uh, I run around into a lot of clowning in the audience. Uh, along with yeah, Aiden, who I mentioned before, and yeah, it's just it's just a really chaotic kind of a yeah, mad night. And horribly fun by the sounds of things. Yeah, it's spectacularly fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, it goes through like everything from like like that bad Danny Minogue, Peter Andre '90s music through the bad '80s, and kind of we usually end up somewhere in the depths of happy hardcore around the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty horrible music, and I still cringe every time I press play on most of the tracks. So uh, yeah, good one. <laughs> I mean, when you start with Danny, and you don't even you bypass Kylie and go straight to Danny, you know you're in for a good night. Yeah, I mean there, there is there, there is some, some Kylie that I can play, but there's like a lot of I can't really touch because you just get very angry gay men coming up to you. So you know you can't you can't really you've got to, you've got to, you've got to kind of cater to a, everybody's dislike kind of equally. Yeah. Uh, but people, people, once you get people into it, they'd be certainly keen to request a few difficult songs. Yeah, well, it, it's yeah, we get some uh, like really random stuff. I mean, I'm always like constantly hammering out new new songs on iTunes and stuff online if, if I've got a Wi-Fi connection while I'm on the stage because just keeping up with people's obscure tastes, like, and and people remember stuff like that, you know, like, like I mean, there's just so many songs of sheer horrible crapness through history that. I can't possibly have them all, so it's uh, yeah, it's actually the funnest bit when like somebody comes up and requests something. You just go, oh Jesus, that is truly numbingly horrible, and I've managed to forget it for fifteen years. But here we go, let's play it to a crowd in the full room. What was the latest one of those you had? Uh, I think we had a, oh, a a song by a band called Culture, um, like a nineties R and B thing that was pretty awful. I can't remember what it was called though. Uh, but that was horrible. But it was uh, culture CDB. with a K, what? wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was culture. culture with a K. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't can't remember the song actually, but uh, it was just this awful R and B song that as soon as I played, oh, I am not your Casanova, etc. Oh, that, um, good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah, good pick. Because that yeah. gets in your head. That song. That's going to be in my head now. Yeah, evil, evil music. But yeah, yeah. And like, like that lots kind of, of like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Bit of rave, bit of bit of, bit of crappy eighties, and yeah, like. Uh, Depends on the crowd as well. Like if it's an older crowd, I'll get lots of weird, weird requests from seventies of like horrible crap that I've never even like heard like even once in my life. So that's kind of pretty fun too. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, the end result is you get an iTunes library that you probably can't take anywhere. No, I definitely can't put it on a shuffle. That's for sure. No. But, <laughs> <horrible>. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much use Spotify to listen or listen to records. I can't. Yeah, my iTunes library like. I used to I used to do like you know I, I used to be a good DJ but I can't really do that anymore because my my uh, my MP3 folders are in such a disastrous mess that like when I try and DJ good music now it's uh, yeah it's, it's a bit of a sorting process <laughs> and those songs will just find their way out. Well, yeah, like I told a DJ, I was supposed to be playing like fairly good music on New Year's Eve at this pub in Perth, and just you know, Britney Spears sometimes just kind of happened, and yeah, that, the hatred vibes I was getting were like powerful and strong. I did feed on them, but uh... but it's fun. Those songs are yeah, so much and, fun, and it's nice to have like a like a certain kind. Like there are certain songs that I have that, that to play that uh, you know just. Just, just work that are like kind of completely unexpected, I guess, hits in this context. Like, uh, yeah, He Don't Love You by Human Nature is like one of like the biggest tunes that we play. Uh, oh, wow. And I would never even have thought, like, you know, but you can stomp against to it. So, you know, yeah. You can stomp against it. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Because I was going to suggest. Completely screws up my knees, though. Because <laughs> that's all they did in the video clip. Yeah, it's just stomping around. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You can kind of like jam that into like Bye 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 by NSYNC as well, but they, they are basically the same song. So. <laughs> I, was going, I was going to sort of see whether you could drop in some Honey to the Bee, but that might not be um, strong enough to dance to. It was more of a ballad that well, one. Yeah, we do have a little slow, we do have slow moment kind of sing-alongs, but it, it just wasn't that big a hit in Australia. Like it's one of those ones that like... Um, like I did this show in Edinburgh for, like for the whole festival last year, and like <laughs> kind of just like I just assumed that we kind of got most of UK music in Australia, but we definitely definitely don't. They they have like reams and reams of crap that like like are just completely different from what we have. So it was like a bit of a moment of cultural exchange for me. But yeah, Honey to the Bee was a pretty uh bit of Billy uh, Billy Piper. Mm-hmm. She uh yeah she gets the crowd going wild in in the uh, in the Scotland. <laughs> Is there, is there any of the crap songs that you just really enjoy? I mean, you, you sort of, you have to really enjoy some of them, but there are some of them that you play and you just go, this is too good a song to be in crap. Uh, nah. I don't know, most of the songs I play are really crap. Like, I, I, like there's there's some, like, I kind of have a pretty, a pretty low bar for, like, uh, what I, what I think is, like, acceptable good music. Like, I won't play Beyonce because I just, I, I think too many people think that Beyonce is good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it kind of comes down to like general board critical consensus sometimes. Um, but, uh, yeah, like uh, if, if if a song is like kind of in the pile in your head that is like so bad that it's good, it, it probably is maybe even too good for crap music, right? But 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's a totally awesome. I don't think it's on enough nights. You're on the, the 28th of February, 1st of March, and then the 7th, the 8th, and the 9th of March, all at Tuxedo Cat. So it's going to be a lot of those huge weekend nights for people to really, really get yeah. down and dirty. Yeah, it sells out really quick. Last year it sold out like insanely early. So, um, yeah, if you're, if you're listening and thinking of coming down, uh, make sure you book a ticket because, uh, yeah, this is, this is just it's a party and everybody seems to want to come to it, so that's nice. And the important thing is that it starts at 12.15am, so when you say Saturday the 28th, it's the end of Friday night. So go out and see yeah. some other shows and then go to the crap music rave party to close it off. Yeah, so 3am, which I don't know about in Adelaide, but in Perth, like, a gig that finishes at 3am is pretty rare. So come and enjoy, like, the feeling of uh, being in an all-night German underground uh, nightclub that goes until dawn with none of the music. Oh, man, so much fun. I don't think... <laughs> uh, there won't be too much of the Adelaide Finch that goes as late as 3am. I know the artist bar closes then, too. Yeah, yeah. No, it'll be nuts. Like, yeah, and it's at a taxi cat this year, so it'll be, uh, it'll be good people and good times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Taxi cat know how to put on a late-night party. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's just uh, kind of secluded from the rest of the festival as well, so you're not kind of uh, necessarily getting the muggles uh, kind of freaking you out. You can kind of uh, come and party with, uh, with with all of us cool kids. Yeah, and I think Taxi Cat attracts a lot of the genuine artists as well to go down because they know that kind of thing as well. So if you get a ticket and get along, you're going to have a great, great night, crap music rave party. Yeah. Uh, and the other event you're doing in the Adelaide Fringe is Electric Cabaret. Now, this is going to yeah. be slightly more upper class. Well, I don't know about that. It's basically a, a one-hour uh, DIY... Well, it, it, it's a character show, cabaret show, but it's a character cabaret show created by a guy who uh, thinks that he's putting on, like, big, like, multi... Like, you know, thousand, billion people kind of uh, capacity dance festival show, uh, and it all falls apart, and it's terrible. But uh, yeah, so it's it's not quite the upper classy cabaret experience. It's more of a very alternative, twisted uh, party style vision as well. But it's a very different kind of one. <laughs> is this a new show for you? I uh, know this is actually one that I've really been building up. Like it's kind of a, it's a bit of a evolution of the last show I brought to Adelaide, uh, which was an audience with Thomas Ford, and that um yeah, it's kind of a I guess all about my relationship with the audience. So um, yeah, through the through the show, I'm singing songs all about like how everything is going uh, between me and everybody in the room. So it's it's quite intense, but uh, everybody seems to come out laughing, especially because it ends in a really euphoric and uh, delightful way. I'm trying to remember the show that you were doing in 2012 when we had an interview, because I reckon that was the last time. That was the last time I spoke to you on this podcast. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that that was that that would have been a similar show uh like it's from a, a similar like basically the same i guess kind of cycle of material um which uh i've built up just by kind of touring in shitty pubs all around the country and um uh like places like the crown and anchor and that kind of thing <laughs> and uh and really just throwing ideas against the wall for like 400 shows so i mean like you've probably noticed if you're listening that I'm having a little bit more trouble describing this show than I have describing Crap Music Rave Party and it's pretty much because it is like some seriously weird shit. It's a, it's, it's a really strange hour-long techno cabaret show uh, that, that is uh, the most unmarketable but satisfying thing that I do. So, 
Because you're a big fan of that kind of music too, aren't you? Yeah, very much. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I kind of where I where I started. I didn't think I was a cabaret artist when I when I started performing, and uh, part of me still thinks I'm kind of not. But um, I just I was just attempting to make you know really good electronic music, and mm. um, yeah. So I, I guess like my my background is that, and then it's kind of evolved into this yeah cabaret monstrosity. Yeah, because I think yeah, I think it was it was actually Gentleman and Dis- Discontented that we spoke about in 2011 was the last time I spoke to you, um, and that one I, the same thing was a similar kind of vein, but it had a lot of kind of varying elements to it that was really different and strange and party and all that kind of stuff going on. That show was kind of weird because I was kind of dipping my toe. Like I only I only did that show for five nights at Sugar in Adelaide, and I was really just kind of. Uh, dipping my toe in the idea of doing fringe festivals because I hadn't hadn't done them for a long time. Like I kind of stopped doing them, mm. um, and uh, yeah, like that sort of yeah. So I guess I kind of basically have developed this show through yeah, like doing doing the, like all these years of pub shows, and then I did yeah, Gentleman Disconcerted, and then I did an audience with Thomas Ford, which kind of refined it a bit more, and people really liked that show. But that everybody was describing me as cabaret, and I felt like that show really didn't fit that. Mm. Uh, so Electric Cabaret is kind of me taking that batch of material and trying to make something that, that's, that slightly more fits into the idea of what Cabaret is for people and um, and failing miserably. But that's kind of where the comedy from the show comes from as well. Because so. it's very interesting to throw Cabaret, throw electric music into Cabaret, where Cabaret you sort of think of pianos and smoky rooms and sultry songstresses and not electro music. Yeah, and you know, like not swearing at the Adelaide Cabaret Festival and then, you know, like a fairly conservative kind of culture, I guess. Mm. So it's, um, yeah, it's, like, to be honest, it's actually, like, the funnest possible context for me to perform in because, uh, like, the cabaret world is, is a very defined kind of, it's a very tight, restrictive kind of genre. And mm. um, so for someone like me to kind of come in, like, it, 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 in, in an age where it's quite difficult to be shocking or surprising, it's... Remarkably easy to be that in, in cabaret, which is interesting because I would have thought in a certain in my sort of world of cabaret in my head, which is not necessarily what the Adelaide Cabaret Festival does. Cabaret has a lot of opportunity to shock and it has a lot of opportunity to go places that are dark and mysterious and all that kind of thing. But yeah, you're, I mean, you're, you're right in terms of saying that it is a very defined genre as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just uh, I I find it's very like you know the, the kind. You're, you're certainly allowed to shock within cabaret, but it's, and good cabaret will surprise and you know alarm you and, and really pull you out of you know, uh, like whatever you're thinking about straight into that moment. And that's you know kind of what I think why I think I fit into cabaret. But um, yeah, I think especially in Australia, it's got a little bit of a, a spirit of fingers and standards kind of vibe to it. But um, that I can't really get into. Um, and yeah, I guess there's kind of the burlesque flavour in there as well, which, you know, like, I love all of, all of those things, but, yeah. Um, yeah, it is, like, it is very, very, like, very tightly defined genre, and we're kind of going through a period of, I guess, most other art forms kind of drawing from almost everything, except cabaret, which is kind of just drawing from itself still, which is a bit odd, yeah. And you've had, you've obviously had experience here in Perth now working at uh, Fringe World, which has pretty much come up out of nowhere over the last three or four years, I think, since that one started. Um, how are you noticing mm-hmm. differences between there and Adelaide? Uh, well, yeah, we get a lot, well, quite a few of the same artists, but because of the timing of Adelaide, like, 
like a, a lot more comedians will use Adelaide kind of as part of their tour, kind of doing Melbourne Comedy Festival as well. Yeah. And that doesn't seem to happen in Perth, which is great. Uh, <laughs> like uh, we have a we have Perth Comedy Festival, which is after Melbourne Comedy Festival. So like all all the stand ups want to go and do that. So the yeah. flavour here is much more um, much more based around cabaret and theatre and um, that's really kind of weird nights out and stuff. Yeah, it's a really like it's definitely got its own character, which is um, yeah really rare because like I mean I, I do a lot of festivals and quite a lot of festivals that are, are very similar, but, um, but yeah, Perth is, is this, this strange cabaret burlesque beast, which is perfect for me. And it's your home home festival, isn't it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, it, um, yeah it's really good. Well, Perth is a bit of, I mean, I, I guess Adelaide off, off festival has a similar vibe to Perth where, mm. like, we're not, we're not a particularly connected city where, you know, like the art scene here, I've managed to build a really good profile here, but it just didn't kind of matter outside of Perth because nobody, nobody was coming here. But uh, yeah, I guess the festival in Adelaide probably does the same thing for Adelaide artists where mm. people from around the world get to come in and kind of see, oh, you've got a following here. You're actually like not bullshitting when you say that you're, uh, you're doing well. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's nice. And I run, I run a big hub venue here, which is um, like five theatres and... Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so... But yeah, I really kind of work my ass off during Fringe World now, and I don't really get to see a lot of shows, so I, I end up catching up on all the shows I didn't see in Adelaide. But um, yeah, 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 it was a yeah, lovely festival. We love it. But it ma- makes it even stranger that you are popping with like two days from bump out of a big, massive venue to come to Adelaide. That's a bit ridiculous. Seriously, it is really, really, really dumb. But like, uh, to be honest, by the end of Fringe World, I am a little bit like get me the hell out of Perth. So um, <laughs> I, I do love this town, but uh, yeah. I but know. Pretty much know. the last three years I've done the same thing where I just kind of, I do my, we've been running this venue, like scuttling it up each year, like for three years. And um, yeah, I get to the end and like, <laughs> I haven't seen my wife for a month. And we, we go away to Adelaide and drink all of your nice wine and see all, <laughs> all of your nice shows. And I get to play to nice people and just be an artist and not think about like, uh, a thousand tech rehearsals and uh, everybody's mm-hmm. marketing problems. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's <laughs> it great. Makes it feel like a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't wait. To, we can't wait to give you a holiday. You give us some fantastic art at the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, Crap Music Rave Party is on at the Tuxedo Cat, and Electric Cabaret is at the Tuxedo Cat Mile Room in yep. the 27th. Yeah. So yeah, Friday, they're Friday and Saturday nights, except for Cup Night, which I think we're on the Sunday night as well. But yep. you can actually, if you're like, I just want to have a really weird and wild, messed up kind of night, you can actually see both of them in a row. <laughs> One's at 11 oh, o'clock yeah. and the other starts, the DJ party starts at 12.15. So I, I do enthusiastically suggest that you do that because uh, that uh, is, is quite the, uh, the hyperactive experience. Quite quite a wonderful mind meld kind of interesting experience for you and everyone seeing the two together. Yeah. Well, the, the, the crap music rave party helps me recover from electric like, cabaret. So yeah, be a release. I should, I should offer the same experience <laughs> to my audience. All right, Thomas. It's been a pleasure to talk to you again, and I uh, hope to see you during the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Thanks, mate. Catch you later. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au. Check us out at facebook.com/linkadelaide forward slash or tweet us at linkadelaide.